On today's episode, I am honored to speak to a leader of the brand photography business, Mandy Walls. Mandy is absolutely just the sweetest person you will ever meet, and today she's serving up tons of information for you all about building your own personal brand. We talk all about competition, finding your own lane, and sticking to your own personal magic, and how and why that's so important for business growth. Mandy is a Nashville-based photographer specializing in personal branding for female business owners that are ready to elevate their online presence. She partners with ladies that need consistent imagery that can capture the caliber of services they offer their clients. She translates their heart into high-quality images, equipping them with the tools and confidence to share their vision with the world. When she doesn't have a camera in hand, you may find her brainstorming social and brand strategies with other girl bosses, collecting stamps in her passport, and cuddling her two rescue dogs, Nala and Oblex. Oh, I might have butchered that, Mandy. I'm so sorry. She's also got a cat that I love to catch peeks of in her Insta stories. Friend, I am so excited for you to hear this episode. Welcome to Chasing Simple, episode number five. How do I run a successful business from my home? How can I possibly wear all of the hats? Am I the only one that struggles with staying organized? What am I supposed to do about work-life balance? How can I create a solid schedule and routine? How do I even stay productive? And the biggest question of all, how do I manage it all? And can I really create a business that I love without being chained to my laptop? Welcome to the Chasing Simple Podcast, where hard conversations and actionable education meet simplicity. I'm your host, Amanda Warfield, time management coach, online educator, and crazy cat mama. My mission is to help overwhelmed biz owners get more done in less time so that they have more time and energy for what matters most. If you feel overwhelmed or occasionally lost in the roller coaster that is entrepreneurship, I want you to know that you aren't alone. Those things you're feeling, You aren't the first or the last to feel that way. The hard things you're going through, someone else has already been there too. Each week, I'll bring you transparent conversations, actionable steps, and a judgment-free community to encourage and equip you. So grab yourself a cup of coffee or whatever your drink of choice is and meet me here each week for love, support, practical tips, and advice on simplifying your biz. Let's do this entrepreneurship thing together, shall we? Really quick, before we dive into the amazing content in this episode, I have to tell you about this. I've teamed up with five amazing entrepreneurs to create the Ultimate Biz Bundle giveaway. If you're listening to this episode during launch week, which is May 4th through 9th, 2020, then you're going to want to head to the show notes and make sure that you enter to win. One lucky winner will receive a seat in Alana Dawson's Podcasting Party Podcast Course, Megan Taylor's Happy Hand Lettering Book, and online classes, Timeless mobile editing presets from Mandy Walls, a virtual training from Jessica Razzle on how to deliver a virtual presentation, Kelly Lowerman's Maximize Your Message content repurposing cheat sheet, and two one-hour time management coaching sessions from me. Start or improve your podcast, create a cohesive look for your Insta feed, learn how to speak virtually, learn how to repurpose what you've already created, take back your time, and gain a creative outlet with this amazing bundle in total valued at over $500. Just head over to the show notes or go to amandawarfield.com forward slash giveaway to enter to win. Oh, and just a little hint, you can enter daily for more chances to win from May 4th through May 9th, 2020. So one more time, that link is amandawarfield.com forward slash giveaway. And now back to the episode. 
Hey, Mandy, I am so excited that you are here. Could you just tell us a little bit about yourself and what it is that you do? Yeah, absolutely. First of all, I am so excited to be here as well. Thank you so much for having me. Um, I am a personal brand photographer based in Nashville, and I work specifically with female business owners that are needing content to just elevate their brand and connect with their ideal clients. Um, so through photography, I just kind of get to work with them and create a strategy for them and give them content that they can really use to grow that brand. Um, so that is what I do. And that is who I work with. I am so excited to jump into brand growth with you today. But I know that when you initially started your business, you struggled with navigating, staying focused on serving your clients and staying true to yourself and your own, uh, as you put it, your own magic. How did that kind of transpire in your business? What kind of things were you feeling, especially at the beginning when you were really dealing with all of that? Yeah, absolutely. So um, I guess I'll give a little bit of more background. I didn't start with personal brand photography. I started just like, I mean, I was a lifestyle photographer and just in general, I would do families and weddings and elopements and anything. And I still do some of that. I still have those clients and I love working with them. But um, eventually I found my little pocket of brand photography and fell in love with it and just fell headfirst into it. And brand photography is definitely a niche market. It's something that is not as popular. It's something that is it's a buzzword now, but it was not, it's just not as relevant necessarily as wedding photography. So when I was a wedding photographer, I was already like I was coming in behind everyone else. And I was just trying to like, you know, find a place, but there was no in no way was I like the first in doing something in wedding photography. So when I started a business, I did not expect to have the emotions that I eventually felt after niching down into brand photography and kind of finding myself as a leader in an industry. Um, I know that feels like really heavy to say, like, I'm so aware that I'm not the only brand photographer. I know that. But in my market in Nashville, there are not many. And if you search brand photography, like I will pop up first on Google. And it's one of those things like it is, it is new to Nashville. And <laughs> Now there's a lot more um, people flooding the market. But when I first started, that wasn't the case. So when you're just trying to run a business and you're just kind of like trying to figure it out yourself to suddenly be put in this position that you did not expect of a leader role, it feels hard and it feels heavy. And for me, what ended up happening is I did feel all these things of insecurity and comparison and... um just like the weight of trying to, it felt like a rat race. It was like always trying to stay one step ahead because no matter what I did, someone else came behind me with the same the same thing. <laughs> and I think that's something that is common. There's definitely, if you, if people are copying what you're doing or people are imitating what you're doing, then you're doing something well. And I had just never been in a position of that, where it's like where I was a leader and it was very hard. So I think that that is where everything manifested from. It was from just, you know, wanting to run a business, but then realizing, oh, there's, there are growing pains for sure. When you do something new and you do something well, you will experience those growing pains. So what ended up happening? You were having these growing pains. How did you get to a place where you either were not feeling them anymore or you're kind of Maybe you're still navigating feeling them, but you kind of have a different perspective about it now. What changed for you? Yeah, I think it, 
I think it really is just listening to myself in the sense of you really do have to own your magic. And with personal branding, this is something that I tell all my clients, but there is only one you. That is the benefit and that is the beauty of building a personal brand and using personal marketing is that no one else can do it because it's you that you're marketing. So no one else can come and use the same type of personal branding that you're using because they are not you. So I think it was just realizing that, okay, I mean, truly community over competition is a real thing. Like there's definitely plenty of work for everyone. There's plenty of work to go around. I think it was just realizing like, it's just a daily reminder of like, you know, there is, there is plenty of work. I have to work and I have to operate from a place of abundance and not scarcity. It's that constant mindset shift of trying to remind yourself like, you know what, this is not competition. There's no need for comparison. Um, I bring my own magic and they bring their own magic. Um, And it really is just, it's, I think it really is just mindset. It's very easy to fall into the the trap of comparison and to see what the person next to you is doing. And that is going to kill your business before anything else does. Yeah, I like that. What would you say to someone who maybe they've heard that before? You know, no one, there is no one like you, only you can do it the way you do it. But they're kind of in the back of their mind thinking, yeah, okay, that's easy to say, but I don't feel like my magic is enough. Or I don't know how to bring my magic out. What would you say to them? I think part of that is fear of truly showing up. I see this all the time in all of my clients. Like the number one excuse that women have of like not wanting to build a brand or not wanting to do that type of marketing is that they feel like a fraud. They feel like they don't have anything to say. They feel like, why me? Like, why would anyone listen to what I have to say? Um, And that's just insecurity. And at the end of the day, it really is just an excuse, and but I, I know that I know it's hard. It's something that's hard to overcome. But I would encourage you um, to really just hone into what you can say because the the truth is the people that you do follow that inspire you and these people that are like quote unquote influencers and that you look up to. The truth is that they were posting things when no one was paying attention. <laughs> like you have to start somewhere. So maybe you don't have the following right now. But what you have to say does matter and it will help someone eventually. You just have to show up. <laughs> I love that reminder. And that's something I always have to remind myself is that we all started at the same place. We all start at the bottom. Mm-hmm. And even these people that have tons of followers and they look like they're carrying it, they started here too. They've put in the work and they've done they've done the thing and that's what got them to where they were. They didn't magically happen to just appear there. I love that. So what did you do when you you took this leap into personal branding photography and you went from basically being, I mean, I, would, I don't want to say the bottom of the pack, obviously, but you know what I'm saying? You, you were one of very many and yeah. then you were one of few. What did you do during that transition to really make yourself and your branding shine? How did you tweak it so that your personality really shone through? in all that you were doing. I mean, truthfully coming back to like, only I can do things the way I would do things. So I think it was just fully jumping into that and believing it. So it's like, I know who I work with. It's female business owners and it's a lot lot of times it's creatives and it's women. It's always women. So I know exactly who I'm talking to. I know exactly how to um, reach them and connect with them. 
So I think just allowing myself to build that community and letting it be more of a community and serve, 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 even if people aren't ready to work with me, but still serve them and still be a voice that can speak into their life and speak into their business and all that stuff. I think that's what has helped me is just really kind of positioning myself and realizing the value that I can give people before they're ever even ready to interact with me. And then just also fully giving into my brand colors and everything's pink and like sea foam blue and like, you know, it's like really just letting all that stuff shine because that's what's going to set you apart. Like really just leaning into your brand and your brand messaging and your tone and your content things, all of that. Um, just being consistent and really just showing up with all of that. <laughs> what are your thoughts on inserting different pieces of your personality into your brand? How do you go about doing that? I know like I collect Disney coffee mugs. I talk about coffee constantly. It's in you know the intro of my podcast. It's on my Instagram feed. It's, I'm constantly talking about it, and it's super subtle. Um, also, my cats. Like I have things like that that I know I've subtly kind of accidentally built into my brand. So (laughs) what are your thoughts on that? And how would you encourage people to intentionally put subtle parts of their personality into their branding? Hey there, I'm popping in really quick to ask for your help. If you haven't already, would you mind leaving a rating and review for the Chasing Symbol podcast? See, Ratings and reviews are really important in the life of a podcast because it tells your podcast player that people are listening to and enjoying this show, which means that this show will get put in front of a wider audience. Not only that, but I love to read the encouraging words from listeners, especially on those hard days of entrepreneurship. If you felt encouraged by this show, I would love to hear about it. So please go leave a rating and review if you haven't already. It would really mean the world to me. Oh, yeah. Um, I will first of all say that I love your cat, Padme, and the needle incident. Like that really is like, that's the thing. It really is just showing up. And it might feel silly to share about your pets, or it might feel silly to share about, I don't know, how you make your coffee or drink your coffee or what you order from Starbucks. But it's not. And anytime that you can create that moment of me too with someone, anytime they're like, oh, I love Disney too. Oh, I collect coffee mugs too. That's what you're trying to do. You're just trying to create a few me too moments with people um, that put you at the same level as them and make them have a connection with you. So I know that it's not as easy for every business to do this. I know it's so much easier to build a personal brand when you truly are like a solopreneur or the face of your business. It's a little bit harder once you start having a team. But I think at the end of the day, building a brand and inserting that personality is just finding ways to make a little connection. So my dog, Nala, is 100% part of my brand. She shows up in my brand videos. She's in my home office all the time. Um, You know, like it's something I talk about often. And I'm an introvert. Um, Consultations sometimes are hard for me, like in-person consultations. But when I was first starting out and first doing weddings... Nala would always be brought up in my bridal consultations. It's just, it was like an instant connection of, oh my gosh, you have a dog. I have a dog too. Oh, let's show each other pictures. And it was like an instant connection with my brides that were pet lovers. So just don't underestimate the things that you think are silly or the things that you're like, no one would care about this. I'm not going to post about it, especially in the age of stories or in the age of TikTok. You have no excuse. You can still keep your feed polished and pretty and perfect. Go show the personality on stories if you truly struggle with it. Oh, I love that. And I love that that tip of 
putting the personality into the stories. For those of you that don't follow me on Instagram, just to back up for a second, the needle incident, um, our cat Padme back in December swallowed a needle and thread and had to have emergency surgery. And now it has become just this ongoing thing because this cat literally as we're recording this is sick right now. She's always sick. She's always going to the vet because she's insane. Um, and now it's a running thing on Instagram where the people that follow me are like, oh yeah, the needle incident, that, <laughs> that happened. It was like, who does that? Who swallows a needle? Anyways. Your poor cat. <laughs> she's a mess. But so that's what that was about just an FYI. Also, if you don't follow me on Instagram, go do that because my cats are really cute. Okay. So for someone who, let's say that they have no personal branding whatsoever, what are your tips? What's your advice on getting started with cultivating that? I know you've mentioned a few things like colors and brand messaging and audience, but where in the world do you even begin? Yeah. Um, you know what? I feel like there's a lot that goes into building a brand and I don't think you have to have it all, you know, perfect at all. Um, I don't think you necessarily have to have your logo right away and you do not have to have brand colors and you, you know, you don't have to have your tone nailed down. But I think the important place to start, especially if you are um, on social media, you know, social media is a free way to build your brand and it's a free way to consistently build it. So I think if it's something that you haven't done at all, what you can do is sit down and try to figure out like, what are things I can talk about easily that feel authentic to me and my business that will serve my clients well that I can talk about. And maybe three of those things have to do with business. Maybe it's like, I don't know, like a business tip on one day or a tutorial or something like that. But then like one of those days you implement something about yourself and to make it easy, you can make it be like a Friday introduction. There's a hashtag for that. You can easily go and find other entrepreneurs that do that. But just one day a week, just incorporate something about yourself. And it still doesn't have to be personal because I know that that's really hard for some people, but make it personal in the sense that maybe it's personal about business. So um, I had talked to like a wedding planner that I said, like, all you need to do is post that picture of yourself and build yourself as the authority. So maybe you don't want to say like, oh, my name is this and I have a dog and I do this for fun. I get it. That feels awkward. But then say, hey, my name is this. I'm a wedding planner. And you know, I'm going to share a tip with you to make your wedding day go easier and share that tip so that you can build a brand that's giving you authority, but you don't have to get personal if that's not your thing. I really love that. That's such an easy way to build that authority in your business. And I think that a lot of times, I don't know, maybe this is just me, but when people say, make yourself an authority, it's like, well, I don't know how to do that. That's such an easy tip. I love that. Yeah. When, when you're posting on social media and you're trying to find that balance between personal and business. Do you have like a ratio? Do, do you have any recommendations on that? What What is a good, how many times should you post something personal to each business post or vice versa? Yeah, um, that's obviously going to change for every industry. Every market is different. For me, I typically always make sure that I have at least one or two um, and, you know, personal posts a week, whether that is through an introduction or through just sharing my heart and my business, there's at least two times I'm going to show up with something that isn't client related or client work related, but it's me related. So for me, it's at least two out of seven posts. I know for other businesses that might not make sense, but I would for sure, I mean, I do at least once, like at least once a week, I think that you need to be showing up or need to be sharing something about you, whether that's through your email list or whether that's through 
uh, maybe a YouTube video, like maybe, or maybe a podcast. Like it doesn't have to be social media. It doesn't have to be Instagram. You can pick your avenue, but I do think at least once a week. I love that. Thank you for very practical (laughs) for all of those people like me that are like, I need very clear guidelines. (laughs) Backtracking a little bit. I know at the very beginning, you mentioned feeling a lot of insecurity when you switched over to doing more personal brand photography. What advice do you have for other entrepreneurs that are just feeling really insecure in what they're doing? And they're feeling like they have to look to what everyone else is doing in order to be doing the right thing. Yeah, no, that's uh, that's a great question. And I just want to remind you that if if you stay in that place of insecurity and if you stay in that place of looking to the right and to the left and seeing what everyone around you is doing, then you have lost the focus of serving your clients and you've taken the focus off of the people that you want to reach and the people that you can impact in the way that you can make a difference. And that is definitely something that I got stuck in. Um, you know, my word a few years ago, my word of the year was spark joy. But I was not sparking joy at all by feeling comparison. And I was not sparking joy when I'd go see what other people were doing on Instagram. So it's just that reminder of like, you do have a greater purpose and your business will succeed. There's no, you know, there's, there's nothing that you need to be worried about when it comes to that. You just need to show up, serve well, and everything will play out the way it's supposed to. You just need to show up. I love that. I love that reminder that it's not about you. It's about your audience. That's so yeah. great. What is one really practical action step that you would give all the listeners to take this week to start building their personal brand? Yes. I want to challenge you to schedule a post this week that is about you. And you know what? You have permission to post a selfie. This does not have to be a professional picture. Um, if you want, you can use portrait mode. That's awesome. But you have permission to post a selfie. I just want you um, to write a post about yourself. And it can be as simple as something like, Hi, I'm Mandy. I'm a wedding photographer and a brand photographer. And I love you know working with female business owners because XYZ. You, know, like it, you can just say, like, My name is this. This is who I serve. And this is why I love working with them. Super simple. I just want you to show up. I love that. I love such a practical, easy to follow challenge. And you gave them a formula. So there's no excuse to everyone who's listening to this to not do this. In fact, I want to take that a step further. And I want you to tag both Mandy and I in that post so that we can see you taking action on this. Yes, I will go leave some love. (laughs) Okay, so... I like to end every episode with a book recommendation. What is one book that you would recommend for everyone to go read? And it doesn't have to be business related, but it definitely can be. Yeah, I will go with the business book just because I feel like it changed my mindset in my life, but it's the go-giver. You know what? I cannot remember who wrote it, um, but if you just Google it, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's a great book though. And it's all about, um, you know, finding your value finding the value of what you can do for others. And then it's shifting that mindset of one from getting something to giving something. So yes, you want to build a profitable business. Yes, you want to make money to cover your expenses. But this book just reminds you that when you provide value, you will always make the money back in return because you're giving more than what you'll be getting. I love that. And I will find the author and link to it in the show notes, everyone, just so you know. I love that. I love the the whole sentiment behind that. So I'm going to have to go look that one up. It's so good. And it's a short read. It's super quick and it's done in like story form. So I know some business books can feel boring and some of them take a long time for me to get through. But this one was a quick read because it's like a story. Mandy, thank you so much for being here and just for 
is showering us with so much encouragement today and also a lot of really actionable stuff. Now that everyone knows how amazing you are and they are super curious about Mala, where can they go find you? Um, you can find me on Instagram at Mandy Liz Photography. Um, and then you can find me online at MandyLiz.com. Perfect. And those will be linked in the show notes, everyone, as well, for your ease of access. Thank you so much for being here. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining me here today, friend. If you loved this episode, it would mean the world to me if you'd leave a rating and review. This is a great way to help spread the word about this podcast and help other wonderful women like yourself find it. You can find this episode show notes as well as tons of other great resources over at amandawarfield.com. And if you aren't following me on Instagram yet, I'd love to connect with you over there. I'm at Mrs. Amanda Warfield. Shoot me a DM and tell me what you loved most about this episode. Thanks for being here, friend. I'll see you next time.